0: To my left, 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 left,
1: left. No, not, not there Phil, there, so that's, that's right. right
2: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of To My Left Insert Topic My name's Jonesy, I've got Apples here, So, App- hello Apples Bonjour, no Apple Ah, ça va
1: <laughs> Oui, ça va, mon ah. blanc, petit pois
2: We've got Tommy, who's will explain his attire very shortly, I'm sure but uh, Tommy's here. Hi, Tommy.
0: Wee. Tommy Tom Tom.
2: Tommy Tom Tom. Brilliant. And we've got the self-appointed Bantosaurus Rex, which is Big Phil. <laughs> it is a shocking name, the Bantosaurus Rex, but he did do a dinosaur impression all through the upstairs of a Weatherspoons in Bristol. That uh, Was it Easter Sunday or something like that? You remember doing oh, that? Oh yeah, we've forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cracking Smash movie, Club! Smash Club, yeah, but Smash Club. We've still got... Smash, Smash Club! Listeners, we've still got a episode which we'll keep and we'll give it out at some point of the podcast from Smash Club, which was the last day of Big Phil Staggdon. And we'll put that up on, uh, on the SoundCloud at some point. You can now get us on Snitcher and also on iTunes now, so we managed to sort that out. So you can listen to the latest episode on there. And also you can email the show at to my left insert topic at gmail.com. OK, so uh, to start us off, what are we all drinking tonight?
0: Uh, I have. I brought choices because I couldn't decide. So I've got Ooh. a bowl, a goldfish bowl of gin and tonic Ooh. with various citrus in it. Mm. And the other end of the scale. Cheap, cheap lager. Stubby. I love the French Stubby. Stubby from Sainsbury's. Yay.
1: Can I just throw something into the mixture? I think the Stubby needs to go in the gin and then it solves a problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you then have <laughs> one drink. I don't think he had a problem. No? <laughs> just had two drinks. I brought one drink today. <laughs> he's got two drinks. <laughs> I think he's got a problem. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> dear,
3: dear, to- dear listener. Dear listener, Tommy has poured his stubby beer into his gin and tonic and he's drinking that mucky concoction.
0: Would you like to
1: name your cocktail? You I bet you any money it still tastes better than those gin, gin and tonic crisps you had. Oh, oh yeah. God,
0: don't talk about that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Lime-favorite crisps. To be honest, it's quite like a Desperado, yeah, except desperado. with gin instead of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference, well played,
1: Tommy. Um, well played. You might have
0: stumbled on something. It's gonna. I'm going well to call it the To My Left Bottle. Well, To My Left Bottle. Can I have a To My Left Bottle, please? Yes. I think, maybe,
3: I think maybe work on that name. All
0: right. By the end of the show, I'll have something better. Or, listener, dear, write in with suggestions. <laughs> listener, dear. The one listener. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm talking to you. Not any of the other listeners, just you. It's all good. It's all good nice, it's a good
3: beer. I like these like purity beers, they're nice.
2: Tommy, would you like to explain to our listeners your attire for this evening?
0: Yeah, well, I've made an effort tonight. I think that despite being an audio podcast, we still need to make an effort. And Apples has done his part by wearing a top and some pants, I assume. I I don't want to check. Um, So I have come up with a topical costume. Uh, He is wearing pants, just not trousers. Oh, that's good news. Um, So I'm wearing a onesie, uh, a green onesie, because... It was St George's Day yesterday, and it's a oh. dragon, a dragon one
2: oh. So,
0: Just to explain, it's got a massive I...
2: bill on the top of the head, which looks like a like a duck-billed platypus, not a dragon, to be fair.
0: But a bit annoying.
2: It is quite annoying. <laughs> but it does cover your face, so it's not that annoying. <laughs>
3: vicious. James is vicious
2: tonight. Well, we're, we're How dare still, you. We're still waiting on Miguel. So, did anyone work So, out... for, our, for our
1: fellow listeners, Jonesy is hungover as fuck and is has been a bit of a miserable bastard.
3: <laughs> Talking about hockey awards, I, I actually won Player of the Season for my team this year. Did you? Boom.
2: Oh,
3: congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well done, Phil. Well
2: done,
3: Phil. Yeah. Big it
2: Phil,
3: out... big award. Uh, I... I mainly think I want it for shouting the loudest and tackling the hardest, but that uh, well, a <laughs> thing.
2: shouting the loudest then. <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Job done. Did you have any awards, well Apples, in, in Mordor or wherever you play your sports? Middle Earth? None Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't know. Did Quit you win I'm, I'm just awesome. Did you win Best Goblin or Best Dragon Slayer? Best in, best in show. Best in show. Best in show. Yes. Yeah. Best
1: in show. Dragon Did had yeah. fine rum and oh, fire. <laughs> you, were, you were running up. I'm, I'm going to breed you two. It's <laughs> oh. feeling a bit frisky. <laughs> oh
0: God! Am I the letterbox or the postman?
2: Is your World of Warcraft character called Robbie Coltrane?
1: Yes. Fair enough. that, <laughs> <laughs> didn't it, bitch? <laughs>
0: Big Phil's dad banter. <laughs> do
2: he'll just stick an edit point in after that. Hello, Miguel. Can you hear us, Miguel?
4: Um, yes, I can hear you very well. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, I can hear you loud and clear. What are you drinking today, Mr. Lido?
4: Um, I am currently drinking Aydan. It's a Turkish drink um, whilst I have my dinner, and then I'm going to have a beer.
0: Nice. Very good. Very good. I've got, I've got a cocktail you might like, uh, Miguel. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: What's you on you? You get your... a gin and tonic, and you <laughs> pour lager into it. <laughs> I can't recommend it highly enough. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. Um, so pick a number
4: between one and a million. <laughs> Seeing as yes, last week's was what seventeen in the end, or eleven or something.
0: Yeah, low teens, I think. Thirteen, maybe. Oh, teens. Okay, are you going to explain uh, the rules? Go...
4: Nope. No, no. no. Oh, so, all
2: right. I'm going to go for
0: twelve. Ah, damn it! Oh.
4: <laughs> I gave it's you thirty already. Fair enough. Right. Ten. Ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm
2: going to uh, uh, twenty-eight. I don't know. I'm going to go for four four hundred thousand
1: four hundred twenty-six thousand seven hundred thirteen.
4: Okay, you brought the number down from last week, so um, I wish you all the best. So, to
2: start us off, Phil, to my left, insert topic.
3: I (laughs) was going to say, it's a bit of a movie one, um, but because we're also going to be reviewing Deadpool... has anybody noticed how self aware films have become? And when they're put, doing something a little bit of shit, they've started doing this whole fourth wall thing and pointing out that they're doing something a bit of shit. Has anybody <laughs> noticed this new trend?
2: Yeah, it's kind of just. Yep. It's not wanna... very new, but I mean, it was it all started with Josh Weldon and Buffy and all that kind of stuff, didn't it? And Scream in the yeah, mid 90s, uh, and it sort of manifested itself from there. Woody Allen.
3: Oh, Woody Allen. I was yeah, gonna say, so. I think it started a long time before that. But yeah. yeah <laughs> um, well, you've gone very highbrow. The, the reason why I thought of it is because today I watched Twenty Two Jump the Street. Have you seen that? I like. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: it's good. I like both of them. Yeah.
4: Um, Entertainment. Then I'm a Korean Jesus. So is that the sequel to that? Sequel. Uh, no, I The sequels
3: Vietnamese Jesus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just funny the way it, like. If you watch the end credits, they're really funny because they take the piss out of the whole thing becoming a franchise, and it then going, like, you no, 21 Jump Street, two, then they make jokes about 23 to 40 Jump Street, and it's, yeah, it's <laughs> great. I don't know. It's funny how instead of, because they know that critics will rip apart plot holes, etc., and things like that, films tend to
4: sort of point out their own plot holes now, which is a bit strange, but I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're almost making it IMDb friendly.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, moving with the times, I suppose. I think so. What's, okay, so yeah, what's yeah. your favourite self-reverential uh, film? Reverential?
0: That's Ooh, good word.
3: Well, it's probably going to be Deadpool, but we'll talk about that later. But um, I've actually, I've just thought of plot holes. The funniest plot hole film ever is definitely Jurassic Park World, if you guys have seen that. <laughs> it's just endless plot hole after endless plot hole. Not if you read the Jurassic book. Park World. <laughs> Mate, yeah, the, the new one. The, the oh new one the new one, Pratt. sorry. Jurassic Park World <laughs> with Chris Pratt. So like Just Jurassic World? Lost... Oh, is it just Jurassic World? Sorry. Yeah. Monster. I don't know.
0: I like Jurassic Park World.
3: <laughs> um but yeah. The biggest problem <laughs> for me was when they were lost out in the wilderness and then they sort of walked through a very small bush, and then we're on some sort of like service road throughout Jurassic World. Do you remember? Yeah, and there was just many other potholes that were equally poor.
2: Thanks for that, Phil. Okay, so.
5: <laughs>
2: so last week, I think from our feedback from our very small listenership of about 12 people, uh, the Enemy of the Week podca- uh, section of the podcast went on far too long. So we've got to put some based ground rules into this. Everyone has one Enemy of the Podcast nomination and everyone has got to pitch their Enemy of the Week podcast within 21 seconds in a new section called <laughs> 21 Seconds tick, tick, to tick. Enemy of the Podcast. <laughs> right. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs>
0: Twenty one seconds. I think Miguel should go first. Twenty one seconds starting now. <laughs>
2: yeah. So
0: to start us off, <laughs> Apples,
2: have you got do you have an enemy of the week podcast nomination? Um
1: I've got twenty one No, can you come back to me because I had two, but I
2: can't fit that in, in twenty one seconds, so I need to streamline. Fair enough. Tommy. Uh
0: okay. yeah, go on in.
2: Three, two, one. 21 seconds, go. Uh,
0: My nomination this week is Mr. Simon Cowell. The man is a living sphincter. He's such an (laughs) asshole, and has created so much shit on on, on most of the problems in the world, including Syria and (laughs) much of the problem in the Middle East. All Simon Cowell's fault. Okay, all
2: just over, not allowed to... I think we have to not include the Syrian conflict there because it was over the oh, twenty one second.
0: I do apologize. It is possibly not true as well.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> Miguel. I got, I got carried away. You've got 21 seconds to go.
4: Um, oh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> the... uh. <laughs> 10
0: seconds. <laughs> Here's Morgan. Here's <laughs> Morgan. Strong it's shout. Quick.
2: It'll do. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was good. That, that was be... good. That is tough. That's going to be hard to beat. Uh, absolutely
3: uh, brilliant post. Uh, brilliant case, sorry, by there. Yep, well I, I, argued. It really swung me. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I forgot he was a barrister in another life.
3: Yeah, Well, well constructed and thought out. I just... Yeah, Piers Morgan is to twat. Thanks for pointing
4: it out oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh- I
4: had actually someone else on Friday, but um, I didn't bring my notes with me.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Big Phil, this is one of your favourite topics. Do you want to go? you got 21 seconds. Go. Um,
3: I'm going to go for Justin Bieber. It seems obvious, but... Did anybody see the sort of Instagram thing where he, he said he's the best living artist because Prince's dad died or something like that? I don't know. Anyway, it was very Bieber-y. Uh, he's not an enemy of the podcast yet. It's about time we put him in, so I'm going to go for Justin Bieber.
2: Oh, you did it in 20 seconds. Concise, Phil. You're better with a bit of top, with a little bit of structure. I like it. Fair enough. Yeah. Apples. Have you picked one now? of three now? Oh, Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Three, two, one. 21 seconds. Go. <laughs> My
1: enemy podcast is Randy Lerner. Um, so the owner of Villa overseas thinks he can run a football club for miles away. It's a problem with too many football clubs at the moment. And a great club like Aston Villa has gone down and probably going to stay down for it. So, yeah, Randy Lerner.
2: You got four seconds. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, he swung it. Good work, Randy Lerner. So, okay, and my nomination. All right, I'm going to go. Now, my nomination for Enemy of the Week podcast is Miguel Ledo. Oh, he says fair play. Oh, he says fair play. I'm going to count how many times he says fair play in a fucking podcast. Fair play, fair play, fair play, fair play, fair play, fair play, 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 play. Really <laughs> pissed me off because I worked it out about four days later after the fucking edit. Oh, he says fair play. <laughs> Miguel Ledo. Rant over. 21 seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened?
0: <laughs> you
4: ruined the game.
0: I ruined the fucking game because I didn't get it until the fucking edit. Well, well how many did you say then, though? Because th- does that still count? Because I said 10, and I reckon that was about 10. <laughs> that was actually 11.
1: Daisy, I-, I think you really need a wank, mate.
2: I built up tension there, buddy. <laughs> That she was, go some least, my friend. That was meant to be quite <laughs> funny, but it actually just ended up being pathetic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, can we vote then?
4: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Someone remind us of who um, the options were. I quite like apples. Is one about
2: Randy Lerner, but because of that, I think he's because he's the villain boss and he's responsible for it he's my hero of the week so he we ain't getting any nominations for me. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: thought
2: it would be a, a, a yeah a catchphrase for you there know, really, what But what, what, what do we think about Miguel's nomination of Piers Morgan
0: it was well right. constructed I <laughs> thought mm. <laughs> I'm going yeah I'm going to go for Piers Morgan just because of the uh, the reasoning I like to uh I'm sorry, I forgot what Tom's was. Simon Cow. Right, right, yeah. Starting the world war.
3: And anybody else? Okay, I'm gonna nominate I'm gonna nominate Mig. Oh, I'm gonna vote for Meg for banter. <laughs>
4: yeah. And you're So just well, to be clear, if, so Tommy
2: keep, if
3: Tommy keeps it up, it'll be him next week.
2: Whoa. So are you
1: voting for MIG's choice or are you voting for Jonesy's choice, MIG?
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay,
0: well, I'm
1: glad I cleared that up. <laughs> well done. Yeah.
3: I have a little bit from option two, column two. Oh, I'll shut up now. <laughs> I think Phil's vote is a um, spoiled ballot.
2: A Sorry, Miguel? Because I've never uh, won anything.
3: Yeah. I
4: just scribbled on my ballot by accident. <laughs>
2: So, so, Mig, are you voting for my nomination too?
4: Yep, yeah, I've never won anything. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm voting for myself as well. So, enemy of the week I mean, is... You can't,
1: can't, you can't vote, vote for yourself.
2: Oh, what? And Phil's allowed to spoil his ballot. I vote, yeah. All right, Bitch. okay. Well, I'm voting for Piers Morgan.
0: Hooray. <laughs> oh. Apple, deciding vote. Oh, Mig. Just because I know he's so
1: happy to win it now, like you know.
0: Wait, wait, just to clarify, that Miguel's nomination, (laughs) or Miguel himself?
5: Yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes,
4: (laughs) you are correct, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) They both that means I win either way, right? Yeah, yes. Uh,
3: so Meg, you're you are officially a bigger prick than Simon Cowell, <laughs> Justin Bieber, and Piers Morgan. That's <laughs> in, ladies and gentlemen. Fair... <laughs>
2: Congratulations, Miguel, enemy of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Like That's
3: a fair, <laughs> dubious honor. <Batman> <laughs>
1: Although I, I think I think Big Phil should be punished for bringing out one of the best musicians of our of this generation. He had four in the top ten not so long ago. Uh, he had, three, he had
0: the top three. Shocker. He had one, he two, and three.
1: You're talking about one of the best musicians of the current generation. I think that's a shocker, Phil. I think, he's, he's think you got jealous. I think you're jealous, man.
3: It'd be Tommy if he had Tommy had the right marketing. Booyah. Uh,
1: I don't know. And Phil, yes, it is too late to say sorry.
2: So, to my left, insert topic, it's my turn. We discussed on our uh, WhatsApp group over the week, which came... Well, well, basically, it originated from a Sky Sports funny picture about Gabby at Bumlahore, who plays for the Villa. And there was a phrase on it called banging nights. So my topic for this week is what constitutes an actual banging a night out. I think... <laughs> Whether you've banged or not, I guess. No. (laughs) Thank you. What kind of banging? Well, exactly. You know, let's. Discussion over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. So, for instance, (laughs) last Friday evening, me and Phil went out in Bristol and we got pretty drunk. (laughs) But I don't think looking for bread at midday, uh, at midnight, to try and find, because we were hungry and wanted cheese on toast, constitutes a banging (laughs) night out.
3: I'd, I'd agree with you
2: uh
4: jay-z so, yeah. uh, on my facebook profile, there is a story about he... a, on my facebook Sorry. profile of a banging night out what's that then let's hear it oh it's really long you don't wanna uh basically i had to tell her that i was gay so she would stop trying to kiss me
2: that's pretty wow. banging fair enough <laughs> So the parameters of a banging night are We saying that one, it has to be a <laughs> You have to go clubbing
3: with the boys. On
2: the lash. Yeah, it's got to be a three o'clock finish, isn't it? Shots. Minimum, minimum three. Yeah. Early minimum. shot. Kebab. Shot. Yeah.
1: Food. Not necessarily kebab.
0: Food. The night has to three. contain food. three. Three funny stories you can't tell your missus.
2: That's true. Completely innocent, but you can't tell her anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mostly to do with apples.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've got to be there. Fair enough. Right. That was my topic, which was not brilliant. Yes, I said it again. Oh, look, he said fair play again.
0: Uh, (laughs) Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, before we move on, I... How many... Banging, <laughs> has anyone got any examples of banging nights out that we've had? Was Phil stag do a banging night out, for example? The
2: Saturday was Which definitely was? a banging night out, yeah. That's
0: that night out.
2: <laughs> Phil banged his head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> VIP area shots. Miguel, Miguel has Stephanie.
0: to fall asleep, so. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, to be a banging yeah. night out, yeah, yeah. If- if a banging night out is a three o'clock finish, I don't think Miguel has ever had a banging night out. He <laughs> <usually> <laughs> is <a sleeper> <laughs> the latest well, I've so- ever seen him not asleep is one thirty. A- <laughs> yes. And then I joined you guys
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Miguel's done that quite a lot, where he's been completely passed out at about 10. And then by four or five o'clock, he is ready to go.
3: I, I missed the first night of tour one year, didn't I? Because I fell asleep. I got so drunk on the bus. bus yeah. We turned up. Uh, me and Rob Ivetson we went to the nearest. I drank as much sangria as we could. And then well, I fell asleep at eight o'clock and woke up at two o'clock in the morning. And I missed the night out. Yeah.
4: yeah it, you make it to the club, but you didn't realise that there was more than one room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then I went back again. And then I went, yeah.
4: yeah. Very uh,
3: stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apples hasn't said anything in ages. I think he might be dead.
2: Apples, it's your turn. So, Apples, to my left, insert topic. Um, Right, my topic.
1: Oh, actually, a little bit highbrow, I suppose. Hmm. I'm I'm just trying to please Jonesy now because he keeps telling me off. Um, No, right. Genuinely, honestly, like, and this pisses me off. And it happened with the Scotland. Serious question. Right. Serious question. Serious question. Right. Serious question. Brexit. Brexit, an EU referendum, right? Why is it so hard to actually get just, an, uh, you know, like some info that says, this is what's going to happen if you leave. This is what's going to happen if you stay in. Make your decision up. And it was the same with the Scottish referendum. So I was working in, uh, sorry, the Scottish independence, sorry. And like, and it was the same. There was just fear tactics by both sides. And there, there literally was nowhere where someone wasn't spinning an angle or... And how, how is that fair? You know, like, we talk about democracy and doing the right thing. And, and you know, I'm not going tin tinfoil hat. But, like, w- we consider ourselves a developed world and, you know, people doing the right thing. Yeah, actually, you can't just get a simple thing where someone says, look, this is the shit that's going to happen if you leave. But this is the good now that's gonna affect some people better, it's gonna affect some people worse. That's down to you to decide, and there you go. That's your vote. That's it. That's what it should be. But there's not. There's a complete bunch of horseshit nonsense from either side, even to the point, and I didn't see it, but I was what it was a clip on from question time on Thursday night, I think it was. And some some accountant, some retarded accountant did some fag packet maths and worked out that. If we, the money we don't put into Europe every year, if we save that, we can pay off our debt in five years. And it's like, it doesn't work like that, mate. It's just not that simple, you're not that clever. And it's just like, but he's gonna be, he's gonna make those errors because there's nowhere to just get this base, you know, this standard info that everyone, let's be honest, should be fucking entitled to. Not just, you know, as a nice to have, it should be there. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get the idiots from the Sun fucking vote for whoever is fucking stirring them up the biggest, you know? No, no, it's a good point. So that's my rant. That's my topic. No,
2: that's a good point. I agree. You know what? I think the reason why it's all bullshit and it's all, you can't get this information is because they've got no idea. Because because it's a bilateral agreement between 26 parties or whatever the EU is made up of, they do not know if we leave what will happen they haven't got a clue and um, there's too many variables yeah. in order to count it they don't know what trade agreements we can do what what they do know is that people like china india and, and america the biggest economies will look at us as a small fry people they will look at us as a t- as a tiny a, a tiny 60 million people instead of you know one of the forefront in a massive juggernaut which was, which is the european union
1: i don't buy that though because norway do well out of it
0: yeah, and that's the other this, thing. There are plenty of EU countries. Exactly,
1: left. exactly. This is what I don't. It's not that simple. That I keep hearing that argument. Oh well, if we're not part of the EU, we're going to have to renegotiate all these great trade agreements. Yeah, potentially
2: we could renegotiate them for the better. Are you are saying I, that Norway has as much clout in the world as Britain does? Because that's nonsense. Yeah. No, yeah, that's not what I'm.
1: Nonsense. That's not what I'm saying at all. My point I'm saying is that if, fucking Norway's economy is one of the strongest. Because they don't have the clout, yet Yet they're one of the strongest economies in the world.
3: They pay through the nose for trade agreements and things like that. And they have massive inflation. They earn a lot of money. The economy looks strong because things cost a lot of money over there. But they have massive inflation. And part of it is because they pay so much such. They have obviously oil, but they also pay such high amount to be part of things because they're not part of the EU. They're still they're still paying for not being part of the EU. Um and I don't think we'll be any way compared we can really compare ourselves to Norway because they're a lot smaller than us. But what I would say is I do agree with you that there'll be good if there was some sort of impartial fact service. Um and also did you notice Obama came out and wrote an article in the telegraph this month, yeah, this week as well. well put, yeah. And then Brexit and Brexit just went So basically, it's one of the state in the EU's fundamental arguments is sort of security or one of their main arguments. So they got Obama in to write a story. Fine. Like, that's how you lobby and win voters, etc. And Brexit just went, no, you can't have an opinion. You should stick your nose out because you're America. I know. Yeah. I think you've sort of misunderstood what running a campaign is about, Brexit. If you just go, "Don't no, shut up, you're foreign," <laughs> to anybody that opposes you, but yeah, um, I yeah. just
2: Obama's the greatest politician of our age, and he's basically their argument was like, "Shut up, you're half Kenyan." <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's bigotry. It's stupid. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah,
1: but that happens both ways, Jonesy. So I've also seen the argument and and. Phil could be right about this Norway thing. I I genuinely don't know enough about it. I don't. I like to consider myself a relatively intelligent individual, <laughs> but you don't look like yet. I don't know. I don't know, and I wish someone would help tell me, like, so because I I will. i probably make the wrong decision. But like the thing with that as well, the counter argument to the Obama thing was I've seen a load of shit going. Obama thinks we should stay in Europe. Trump doesn't. Who do you, who should, who do you think's the idiot? And it's like, come on, it's it's not that simple. Uh, it's not.
2: Both me and me uh, have shared that <laughs> thing on Facebook, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah. But whether you have or not, the, my point is like you're you're arguing the point that you know, arguing the fact that you know they're saying that, and then uh, in turn doing the same by mm-hmm. saying stuff like that. You know, it, it's it swings roundabouts. So yeah. everyone's doing it. I just I just yeah, wish there is, was one place for info. Basically. The European
2: Union is not perfect, but and... people like Donald Trump and idiots like that, they like to take it back to isolation. They like to isolate the countries from other people. It's really important that, I mean, you look at the 20th century, Europe was at war for most of the 20th century. First World War, Second World War, you know up until the 90s with the Yugoslavian civil war, the EU, Europe's in a hell of a lot better state. Yeah, we've got problems. There's too much bureaucracy. You've got the refugee crisis and stuff like that. But it's better to be in the European Union and trying to lead that struggle than it is by just taking yourself out of it.
0: Have you been watching Have I Got News for You? Uh,
2: Did I watch it on Friday? Yes, I did. Yeah, sorry. They basically said that
0: in that. (laughs) no 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 like it's a really good point if you want to change it you've got to be part of it you can't i want to be i want to
1: be very clear i i i genuinely god's honest truth i don't know what to do i don't know what's the right thing because all i see is horseshit from one side from both sides i don't know what to believe
0: yeah i completely agree with that there needs to be just someone going I'll be honest there are two or three things that would be good about the opposition's opinion on this or whoever's against me but there's this this and this or do you know like being a bit clearer on actually what will happen and I know you're absolutely right as well like no one actually knows because there's not a precedent here to to follow it completely but well, yeah, yeah
2: I understand it's, that Jones there, there's right. that episode yeah, of the Simpsons isn't that. it <laughs> You know, I'm gun. all in favour of Brexit <laughs> <laughs> if I get to see Miguel on the boat at the end, like groundskeeper Willie going Arkander. Hi <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, wow. Miguel. I'm well, actually um applying for a British passport just in case um <laughs> the majority of dickheads decide to leave. Um like the way that the Brexit will affect me individually is that when I buy stuff on eBay, I now look at European-wide things that people are selling because then people are competing against each other. And if the delivery is cheap enough, then I'll do it. But if I try and buy something from the States, I've got to pay import duty, then I've got to pay VAT on top of that, and then it just gets uh, really expensive. Same thing with China. If it's over 30 quid or 150 quid or something, it then doubles in tax and you're like, fuck me, definitely not cheap enough. Like I was, I was considering buying um, a carbon frame from China because it was a knockoff or whatever, But then I heard someone else, they got it cheap, but then they paid the same amount again in in import tax and duties and whatever. And it actually ended up costing as much as a new bike would have done in the first place. Well, that's not really worth it. Um, So, yeah, I now look Europe wide for everything I purchase because I know like Phil's, Phil's birthday present that we all bought him. I got that from Germany because that was the cheapest place that we could buy it. However, if we weren't in the European Union, I'd then have to pay import duty for it. So it wouldn't have been worth it.
1: Yeah. Phil, to be the... fair, we spared no expense.
2: Oh, is so, James, are you,
1: are you are you proud of my topic?
2: I'm proud of your topic. It's very highbrow. I yeah. it. Yeah. and high...
1: there was no vomiting of bums involved. There was no
2: bum. Vom- That's the first bum, vom- <coughs> bum vomit mention of the podcast. Great. Right,
0: so can uh, I do your topic?
2: Yes. So
0: to my left, insert topic. Tommy. Right. I'm doing an equally highbrow topic. This is uh I, I like to paint a picture before I get my topic. So imagine the scene. Uh Emily was heading off to a Hendu this weekend and she had to uh, as she had a game that they had to bring along some pants. Everyone had to bring along some pants. And the game I think involved everyone having to guess whose pants are whose or something like that. Hindu's are crazy shit. uh yeah. she found some of those candy pants made out of uh made out of sweets have you seen those pants made out of sweets i know i haven't describe them anybody
3: <laughs> yeah i have made elastic of with, um, okay yeah elastic with like candy like hard candy on it you, yeah and then you keep on eating it until you can see the pussy
0: yeah those are the ones but then, so my topic is, if you could have some pants made out of any type of food, <laughs> what kind of food would you go with and why?
1: That was never a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am so sorry, Lisa is sister. Oh, God. He's thrown up his cider and he's pretending that it was
3: jizz on his face. I do apologise. <laughs> I'm gonna go for um ham. Ooh, ham pants. <laughs> what kind of ham? Um, like that sort of reconstituted ham you get at the supermarket to put in sandwiches and stuff. Oh, um, well, like pretty bears.
1: Them. Pretty yeah. bear
3: pants. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that sort of thing. That wafer fin.
0: Whaffa fin. Ham.
3: Waffa.
0: That'd be nice and comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I get a bit smelly you're... on a hot day. Oh. <laughs>
3: um or or oh i got another one sorry or smoked salmon pants that would be a bit fishy fishy people have already already said that your bits are a bit
2: fishy already phil
3: (laughs) Mm, lovely
2: i'm gonna go for pants made out of baby bells
0: that'd be comfy
2: yeah so like you know when you you want to take off your pants in an address then you could just use that you know that bit of red the the string bit so you would just take it off and just take off the the string bit so that's how you get off your, take your pants off
4: would you have a separate it? string bit f- to do a wee
3: yeah definitely definitely and then just merge the wax
2: right. back together once you're done for the fly
3: i was gonna say oh you sort of like slightly can... melt the wax back with the heat of your hands yeah uh, yeah Squidge it back in yeah oh, okay much.
0: Yeah. It'd be good for sliding around as well. You'd have waxy pants. You waxy. could just slide so, around on surfaces. Yeah, just just
3: to clarify, have you still got the cheese stuffed down your pants? Or are you just wearing wax pants?
2: Yeah, Summer yeah. Uh, on the outside, I've got the red wax. And on the inside, I've got the cheese. Is <laughs> the cheese
0: against your skin?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a cheesy cushion for when you sit there.
0: I'm going off the idea.
3: <laughs> Actually, comfortable. I mean, I'm not sure if I'd eat the cheese but I don't really like
0: eating yeah, you, you don't have to eat the food as well I don't think anyone should be eating any of these pants
2: Oh man, maybe you would eat the bit around like the hip you know, no, no, nowhere near the entrance or the exit kind of thing Yeah
0: but... <laughs> Oh, this cheese, it tastes smoky <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and Phil's penis tastes like salmon <laughs>
4: <laughs> marshmallows. That's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, marshmallows. Marshmallows. Right. Yeah. marshmallows. When you sit down on an uncomfortable bus, it's soft. Ah. And then when you get bored you could some just, you know, shove your hand down there and yeah. freak <laughs> out the old lady in front of you.
3: That's pretty good. <laughs> what did the apples
1: what did the apples go for? I reckon you know like the the, the stuff they make haribo bears out of. I think I'd like pants out of them. Like the gummy kind of pants. That'd be, that'd good. Would be nice, nice. nice and bouncy, a bit cushiony. Yeah, I think that'd be good. You know.
4: They've got like that talcum powdery stuff on the outside. Or should I say sugar, powdered sugar. Um, so just absorb any, any moisture. So yeah.
2: Serious yeah. question though, Apples. Do they contain gluten? So, no. Okay, fair
1: enough. Wine gum too. Beau bears don't. Yeah, are you wearing
0: yeah. pants now, Apples?
1: am i wearing pants
0: yeah you look very
1: no i've got i've got pants on that's it that's it
0: (laughs) gluten pants
1: gluten pants do you want to see
0: no
2: (laughs) moving swiftly on (laughs) well very good who wins yeah who wins who's got the best pants do we get to vote do we get to vote on the pants
3: i think we should
2: yeah, okay.
0: creative
3: points go to Jonesy. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Jonesy Jonesy's waxy damn um, pants. Oh, yeah, Baby Bell's. Baby
2: Bell. It would be great if Baby Bell sponsored this podcast just from our choice of pants, cheesy pants.
3: Mm-hmm. Now we need to go to yeah. a Squarespace first. They sponsor every podcast. Yeah, Squarespace.
0: Squarespace. Yeah. Squarespace and Audible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Squarespace, build it beautiful. I think if we just start saying this podcast is sponsored by SquarePace, eventually they'll start giving us some money. Yes.
3: If we say it's sponsored by SquarePace, I think they'll get confused.
0: They're less likely to give us some money, yeah. yeah.
3: It, what What's your favourite kind of
2: space?
0: Is
3: it a square one?
0: Yeah, mine is, definitely. Yeah. Big time.
3: Uh, SquareSpace. Square square. Suck it, Beautiful. <laughs>
5: Yeah, Can I wh- introduce
1: my supplementary drink? Yes. This is Naga chili Vodka mm. that I got from Molten Food and Drink Festival. I don't think it's going to be nice.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Just to paint the picture with words, it looked like ointment oh. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and that was nice. just downed half of it. It was a small bottle. And then oh, really hot. 17 different faces. It was called Hellfire. Of course, it was going to be hot. You
3: fucking oh. daft twat. <laughs> oh. That would have made um, one of those great sort of. You know when there was that like, crazy like, um, snorting cinnamon a few years back?
2: Yeah.
3: Or was it, no eating a teaspoon of cinnamon? It was one of those. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was a bit like that. Oh, my mouth's for, on fire. For the yeah, do stuff.
0: that next. Apples, go and get some cinnamon. I, I... What can we make apples eat live on the podcast?
2: <laughs> yeah. Why yeah.
1: did I do that?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right, so it's that time of week, which is usually a constant disappointment, where we check our email inbox and see if we've received any emails. You can email the show at to my left insert topic at com, And for the first time this week, we have a email from a listener.
0: Woo! Is it Tommy again? No, it's not Tommy <laughs> again. Uh, right. I love that guy.
2: He's my favourite listener.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
2: all right the email is from a friend of the show matt Bewley. hi matt Bewley.
3: Oh.
4: Uh, I, I hate that guy
3: <laughs> <laughs> Boozley. lousy
4: Blousy. Blousy.
2: he has a and he has a suggestion in regards to the best man or groom speech for phil and leanne's wedding pending wedding uh, he says, why don't And you... all of your weddings. And all of our weddings. All, all of them, like we're having loads. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, his suggestion is to put into the speech, God damn, you're one radical son of a bitch, which is a line from Bodie in Point Break,
3: which is pretty cool. You're one
2: it's radical
4: exactly
3: son old. of a Break bitch. The new Point Break. Yes. And, uh, I, I have been steered off by my fiancé from swearing and this bitch kind swearing...
0: No, nope. no, no. I say it in class all the time. It's one of the oh, kids called Bitch. bitch. What, to when be fair, I about
1: can I touch on that? Yeah, go on. Has Leanne actually given you like a set of guidelines that you can and can't do? Have you basically got a rule book?
3: Oh, no, no, I know my rule book from eight years of going out with her. I don't need her <laughs> to... Uh... Fair enough. shame, man. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair comment. <laughs> My my moral compass is very much calibrated at this point when it comes to that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> I haven't found my moral compass yet. I think
3: I ate it. <laughs> it's
0: around here somewhere.
3: And then washed it down with some Naga chili hot vodka. <laughs> Honestly, my lips my lips are on fire. I'm not even
1: kidding. I didn't think it would be that hot.
2: I so want to put that video up. It's brilliant. Really, really Fair play. Also, Bewley, He's obviously got some time on his hands this afternoon. He's also emailed us uh, in regards to... Last week, we discussed what films that we've never seen, but we really should, or a topic similar to that, and we were going to go on IMDb. He's actually put forward six films, which uh, people should watch, but probably haven't. He says, films to watch, which may not have been watched. Just a couple, if you're short. Looking forward to the next podcast. So what I'll do, if we just go oh. through the list of films, and uh, yeah. if, if if anyone's seen them, pipe up. So the first one's Whiplash, which is quite a recent film.
4: That's a great choice.
1: Yes, mate. Can I just add, when, when we finally get a, a letter or email, whatever it is in, it's probably wise not to whinge about the fact that he's probably got too much time. <laughs> I know, <right> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we finally so got good. a writer in. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah him. thank you anyway
1: as you were whiplash sorry i've never I've never even heard of it I'm not gonna lie
2: it's, it's a drummer film I didn't particularly like it that uh, one won an oscar
3: at least lost. there
1: is no good musical, films,
2: but no, mus- it's not films, a musical film it's film musical. oh it's a film about music
3: can we, quantify, can we quantify this before you read out Bewley's list? He is a bit of a hipster, isn't he? So he may come out with something a bit left wing to be cool.
0: Here's one for Bewley, though. I reckon Blousy Night was a banging night, Phil. That was a banging that night. That was a banging night, yeah. What was Blowing a banging night? night? All right, if you weren't there. I didn't invite you, sorry.
2: Ah. <laughs> i getting used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this running joke of Miguel
0: not inviting apples to things. It's quite funny. A little too I... close to the truth. <laughs>
1: but, you, but you didn't get an invite Jonesy to this one.
3: Uh, I might have done lost in the post. Uh, Tom and Mick went for a bike ride and didn't invite anybody
0: the other day. Did they? Where did you cycle? Yeah, we met, we met up last night as well. Didn't invite anyone to that. Really? No.
2: Did trats. you make your own dip and flip? Yeah.
0: That's nice.
4: You tried. Yeah. Dip and You
2: flip. bastard.
4: Dip <laughs> and flipped. So jealous. Made a five-hour five roast gravy. Ooh.
2: F- wow,
1: that sounds amazing.
2: Sounds <laughs> pretty good. What's
1: back next to, on the list, JJ? list. Yeah, yes. what was the thanks, next one? Thanks, Phil.
2: Uh, Dazed and Confused, which I've never heard of.
3: Great film. I've heard Brave. of,
1: actually. but I've... Um,
3: Good it's, film. It's the one that has Matthew McConaughey in it saying... Um, The thing I love about high school girls, I keep getting older while they stay the same age. Which is the creepiest line of all time. That is a bit
4: weird. And one one
1: you memorise to heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) Big Phil's mantra. (laughs) (laughs) Why he's not a teacher? (laughs) Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
2: third on his list is Fast Times at Richmond High.
0: Yeah, good film. There's I've not a question mark
2: on the end of that. Sorry, I said it like there was a question mark at the end. Fast Times of Richmond.
1: Hi.
0: Isn't that that's the one that's uh Johnny Depp's or oh, no Sean Penn's first film? Someone like that. It?
2: Yeah,
0: Sean Penn. I mean, oh no Fair enough.
2: So uh, so anyone seen it or were we just aware of it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I've I watched seen it, it with Bewley,
4: actually. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. I think I watched it with Bewley as well.
2: Yeah, I think
3: Mick was probably
2: there. Right, number four is the film Brick. I not think I know a lot about uh, a bit about films, and I haven't heard of any of these three.
1: I hope it's not the life story of a brick. (laughs) I can't imagine that being too exciting.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the sequel was Wall Lee. Okay, fair enough. (laughs)
3: And the uh...
1: every time I don't make a funny, I can be cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
5: true, actually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you were. Okay, uh fourth uh fifth, sorry. Daz boot, which I've seen. Which is uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the warfare of funny it's Yeah. Das It's pretty good, uh, isn't the uh, fruit yeah, machine in Phoenix Nights Das Boot as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, wait, I'm thinking it's of the submarine
4: film. I'm thinking of a film about um, uh, Oktoberfest, where they have to drink.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> that film. at all. No, yeah, not
4: <laughs> no, this is very different.
3: I'm pretty
4: um, sure I watched that film with Julia as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Because <laughs> they referred
0: to the, the boot as Das Boots, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to twist it at the last minute or you get a load of beer in the face, like mm. apples.
4: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and
2: the last one's Logan's Run, which is a good film, sci-fi thing.
0: Yeah, I'd add that list to I I've it. not seen it, yeah. and that's definitely something I should have seen.
2: No, it's something I've seen, but a long time ago. I, I, it's the uh, what? Doesn't everyone have to die at the age of 23 or something like that? If I remember rightly. I've
0: not seen it. Oh, it's a
4: great film. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that when I was like eight or something. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, two thousand
2: one I... space, obviously that kind of era, isn't it? I don't think I've seen that. Is
3: it on
2: Netflix? Maybe. Well, I think out of this short list of six, Simon friend of the show, Matt Bewley's kinda of emailed in. I think the next film should be one of one of these six. So either Whip Lash, Days of Confused, Fast Times at Richmond High, Brick Das Boot or Logan's Run. And then we can discuss mm-hmm. it next week. What do you reckon? Let me do it.
4: Me... Run cause we could bring in, um, what's it called, that film with Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Minority Report, and things like that, and how it's kind of been redone, but in different ways.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah. Sounds good. So Logan's Run, if everyone agrees, yeah?
4: That's what I'm going to say.
2: Yeah.
4: Cool. <laughs> I just need to find a copy. Fuck.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Well, it might be on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that, but we'll... Uh... Well, it's that old it might even be on YouTube or something like that, so be fine. Whatever <laughs> happens to Terminator Genesis, I don't know. We talked about Terminator <laughs> Genesis in great detail. I don't you, thank you, Beuly, for emailing me.
0: Thank you, Beuly. Way too much time on your hands. <laughs> Way too much time on
2: your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you loser. Well fair play. <laughs> Uh, it's now time <laughs> that we go. Into like the... his Murphys, he's not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a, a pirate. pirate. <laughs> so it's time to go over to Chelsea Corner, to our resident Chelsea fan, with his tattoos, which we can see, Mister Apples. So what? How's Hello. Chelsea Corner this week? What? How's Chelsea Corner this week? Chelsea Connor is good this
1: week. We won, and Eden Hazard has managed to find the back of the fucking net for the first time in the whole fucking season. The useless midget Belgium trap. No, seriously, fair play. <laughs> he got he got two goals. <laughs> Finally, he decided that he wasn't injured and that his hip, his sore hip, because you know he's apparently got the body of an eighty-year-old. Uh, he decided he wanted to play football this week and scored two goals. Go figure. Um, yeah, I mean. On a serious note, it just shows you we, we weren't particularly great but when Hazard plays well, we win. We score four goals so it, it's ridiculous. Like, he's one of those players my gut feeling says I think we should just sell him but when you've got a player like that and they can do that, if Conte can get it right, then fuck me. Like, it's going to be amazing. Do you think you are very in the yeah. though? <sighs> I, 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 I don't know. The, the new manager changes everything. I think if I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. I, I think he it looked like he'd made his mind up. But I think he's played so badly. Honestly, I don't think many clubs actually want him now. Not for the money that Chelsea are going to hold out for. Bear in mind, he's signed up for a huge contract. Like, he signed a five-year contract last year. So Chelsea are in no rush to sell him. Yeah. But
2: so, yeah. Real Madrid or Barcelona yeah. might come in because they need a big money signing each year. So what happens if they came in with a massive amount of money?
1: I tell you what, if they come home with fifty million, they can take him, but I don't think Real Madrid are gonna pay fifty million for someone that played so poorly for a year. That that's my point. I think he's actually almost fucked himself in a weird way. So if he is engineering a move, I think he honestly I think he's done himself a, a disservice. You know, the, he's got the European Championships and Belgium arguably are one of the favourites. They they look fantastic. And he, he's played so poorly he, he could have hit a lovely bit of form he could have been one of the star players of the Euros because you think your Suarez's aren't there your Messi's aren't there your Neymar's aren't there that you know the Euros are going to be for me really fascinating because I, I honestly think there's going to be like Deli Ali or one of the English lads or some of these other European lads like Pogba I think there's a real chance to kind of light their name up a bit in the world stage without fucking you know sitting in the shadow of you know, the front three of Barcelona. But I don't know.
2: I know what you mean. No, I think it's going to be an exciting European championship. I'm almost tempted to do this. I can't wait. I can't wait. I Genuinely, this is the
1: most I've looked forward to a Euro since 2000, I'd say. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Genuinely mean that. Because we've got a young team. It's it's taken 16. An exciting team, if I'm honest. Like, we had a good team in 2000 and 2004. Like, you know, the arguably golden generation, you know. Terry, Ferdinand, Lampard, Gerard. fucking I mean, we had a hell of a team, but I i think it's exciting now. I think there's players that want to play there. I think, you know, Gerard, Gerard, Lampard going back, they always put club first. I don't know. Sorry, James, am I keeping up,
2: man? No, I do apologise. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. But no, I just can't wait. I just can't wait for the Euros. That's all I'm saying.
2: No, it does sound an exciting time, to be fair. I said fair again, Mick. <laughs> I just dropped my bow on the floor. You're on 21, by the way. About uh, what? You're on
4: 21.
2: 21. Oh, I, damn it. I said 28, so
0: I've got seven left. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's your
0: guess, Apples. You're pretty close now, I'd say.
1: You better get counting, Mick, because I'm never going to get that 412,693 if you don't sort your shout out. No offence, man. Oh, uh,
0: what are you, loser? If
1: you're a okay. real fan, you get Bristol. Fucking
0: tattoo. Yeah, get a British tattoo. Here. Yeah. Come Live on. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A> <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: give it to you. I've got a compass and a fountain ink pen thing. I can make it, I'm sure.
3: What, you're going to draw a robin on me somewhere, are you?
1: Yeah, Robin. But yeah, that, yeah that'll yeah work. What's Robin got to do with really?
4: it? Yeah, I'll draw a Batman on you. Yeah.
1: Did you not know Is when the red, the... red robin came big, big bobbing along? Shoot the bus. Did <laughs> Is Is
5: gonna
3: the robin? Bus? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know? It is a little bit confusing because in the southwest, uh, Cheltenham Town, Swindon Town, and Bristol City all have the nickname The Robins, which I just find a bit weird because I'm like, it's the next town down.
2: <laughs> you funny West Countryans, you. Yeah. They need uh... to
1: be racist, Jonesy. E. Fuck. That's
2: not racist.
1: I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's a bit no
2: condescending, race. but it's not racist.
1: Yeah, they have a different they have a different complexion. They are very pasty.
3: I, I reckon they're a race. Well you, you just got, wait till all the got flooding
0: kicks in. We've got, got the different. webbed hands and feet, will we? <laughs> See? They're a race.
3: Bill's trying
2: yeah, not to bite bit, to
3: this. <laughs> we're like Kevin Costner of Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> Superior race.
2: Hello, out of Waterworld. <laughs> I'm Kevin Costner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. I trade you this
2: dirt. Uh, I, I just drank my own piss. I have. <laughs> it's <was> lovely.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a general Friday night in Bristol, to be honest.
2: <laughs> it's Miguel's turn. So to my left, Miguel, insert topic.
4: Uh, I call this topic takeaways and national dishes. <laughs> this sounds good Phil's <laughs> taking it away with the dance um, yeah so you go alright Friday night I'm going to have a chai Friday night I'm going to have a curry Indian or whatever um, oh, that's pretty um, and then like, I kind of got thinking because you almost assume that these places are cooking the national dish of that country and people always think oh yeah Spanish food it's got to have chorizo in it it's probably a paella and um, I don't know, I've I've been to Alicante and Benidorm and I actually ate a paella and it wasn't a paella. Whatever that, that was, it was fucking horrible. Benidorm's um, in like
1: Spain though, is it? Let's be honest.
4: <laughs> <laughs> there was an actual black cab in Benidorm. I mean, it was painted white because you have to in Spain. But oh, really? <laughs> there was a black cab, that was a fucking... Uh, and there were more fish and chip places than uh, than anywhere else. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Messing my head um, but yeah so you, like the national dish is normally a bastardised version of the proper food um, have you ever eaten something cooked by a native and it sort of changed your opinion on what you thought was shit oh
1: wow mm. fair play
2: <coughs> well wow. um, it's a good topic by the way yeah, no, no, it's no. caught off guard obviously Birmingham yeah is like the vaulty capital of, of the world, or whatever they say, and we've got in you know, Volte triangles, and, and you grow up eating Indian food quite a lot, especially in our family. Uh, but going to, and like the dishes that you have here, such as chicken tikka masala, uh, and all that kind of jazz. When you go to, because I went to India in January, and went, went to Goa, and their version of the same dish is completely different, tastes absolutely completely different just because of the ingredients spices and stuff and the availability of it i suppose but what would be sounding quite bland if you had a chicken tikka masala here was really rich and like a real delicacy in in goa to a degree and i mean we just take it for granted that that's indian food and it's all the same where with british food there's different areas in the country where you get different specialities like cornish pasties down in cornwall or hot pot in yorkshire that kind of thing and so just give, giving it all indian or all italian or all spanish food doesn't particularly work because there's unless it's being exported i suppose it's more of a marketing tool than anything else isn't it does that answer the actual question or have i just waffled off?
4: no i'm glad you went there jonesy because um my region is the northwest of spain and we don't have paella um, and that's considered the national dish of spain and we mm. just don't cook it it just doesn't feature on our table because we don't have the same stuff like we don't get the spices that we did from when the moors kind of took over spain um so our food's pretty bland um in my region it's literally three ingredients and that's your lot um so yeah no,
0: i'm glad you mentioned that you, you do do the nicest
2: it. bread in Galicia.
0: i love Galician bread nice <laughs> stuff and China's the same as well. I'm eh? like Chinese food. You cannot anything. If you take a Chinese menu to a British Chinese menu to China, I don't think you'd be able to get any of that stuff in China. And it's the same thing. Like every area has its own style and its own type. You're going to get Sichuan stuff in Sichuan. You'll get things in old Beijing or Peking. You get Peking duck, but that's, you're not going to get many in things, I that. That. things. I
1: was actually going to ask that yeah. same question. Oh wow. Szechuan. I did not know that. Yeah not
0: hurt. it's the nicest one my favorite Very chinese Just...
2: takeaway in birmingham Session house it's really nice mm. it.
1: do you not find it weird as well like the quality so like i know you're talking specifically about the stereotypical dishes yeah but even the stereotypical dishes like you can have one person that will go to the same place and went, oh we, we went to this tapas or we went to this chinese and we had this and it's beautiful yeah i could go there and I'd have, I would have bought, I've been brought up with a different style of Chinese, and I'm like, that's just fucking minging. Like honestly, in Morton, it's weird. They've got a food festival. They do beautiful restaurants. You can't get a decent fucking kebab, Indian up here. You just can't. They're fucking terrible. Yet they're like, oh, it's really nice curry. It's not. It's horrid. It's fucking disgusting. Like it's weird how like even. I suppose what I'm saying is even the signature dishes, depending on actually the chef and whoever's cooking it, and what they can get their hands on, it's still going to be totally different anyway. Like, yeah. it's. it's
0: I'm sure I've heard about a tikka masala. There was a TV show about any common ingredients in a tikka masala from 30 different restaurants. The only common ingredient was chicken. Chicken. (laughs) There's
2: nothing (laughs) else to say. That (laughs) is crazy. Bill, do you have
3: anything to say? Um, so I spent a fair oh. bit of time in Thailand, and I've had a lot of Thai green curries, and There's they're great over there. Yeah, honestly, enough. but the best one that I ever had was this random little like hostel in CM um, Reap in Cambodia. So the best Thai green curry I ever had was in Cambodia. <laughs> it was just awesome. Like it, I I still remember how good it was to this day. I had about five of them in the two nights we were in this like hotel because um, they were like two pounds a time but uh yeah i always thought that was really weird but maybe it was just what i what suited me i guess but some guy some like stone guy was like try the green curry here it's really good in the end i had about five of them it was awesome <laughs> to fair be fair.
1: fair depending on how pissed you are affects this as well because to be fair ding! <laughs> um so like <laughs> be my, my best fair. thai green curry was off a tiny little van at the Big Chill, and that was because I was off my fucking face and I'd had MDMA. And like, <laughs> was being cold. I mean, you know what I mean, like. But I swear down to this day that was the nicest tub I'd ever had in my life of Thai green curry, but it clearly wasn't. So, but, so no. to have a
2: nice Thai green curry, <laughs> the apple starter is MDMA. <laughs> it is the tip. Yeah. Here's a tip for you, you guys know, ki- for you kids at home.
1: <laughs> I stuck out like a sore thumb at that festival because I was sat there in my fluorescent Chelsea had a fluorescent yellow kit.
5: <laughs> yeah, so I'm
1: talking about this festival in this fluorescent Chelsea kit. But yeah, I was off my face and everyone was brilliant. So yeah. Well, I, I, I thought everyone was brilliant. <laughs> That's all about This is the greatest curry I've
0: ever. <laughs> guys, try my curry. <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> world well, famous
1: this guy made it who's picking his nose
3: it's him he made it he's a genius um, when me when mig when Meg and i went to the big chill we decided that uh, rather than eating we had been eating really cheap food all weekend and then we decided that we go for the argentinian steak van yeah. and we were like we're gonna treat ourselves and me jen and mig all had the argentinian steak and then quickly after got the
4: uh bum vomit quite bad <laughs> Yeah, so. Festival that we um, dressed up as zombies, all bloodied up and stuff, and then I went to the first aid asking for a plaster. (laughs) (laughs) I I forgot what I looked like. What you know, was their reaction? You're,
1: you're the 20th person tonight. No, no, I've actually <laughs> cut my
3: finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I went to the first aid person and was like, can I have some Imodium, please? And he said, is it to stop you from going for a shit? And I was like, of course. Why else would I be asking for it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he said that it was. he had to ask because too many people just don't want to use festival toilets. So we'll block themselves up with amodium at the start of the weekend. And what? then just... <laughs> why
2: just have I need no, really three shits a day. There's no way. It's, yeah. Uh, I do. I need three shits a day. So There's no living. way I could last all weekend.
3: Yeah. So well, if you yeah, if you want to stop yourself for a whole weekend, take four amodia and and wait till Monday morning
2: <laughs> or Tuesday. Think, top tip from Big Phil. Yeah, big Phil's top tips.
3: <laughs> we should all do <laughs> the
1: big chill though. We should all do the big chill again. I think it's like a band weekend. We should do it. Is it going really?
3: Yeah, this, uh, there's a couple of bars in
2: Bristol, though.
0: That'll do. Let's just go there. Take a <laughs> load of Imodium, MDMA, uh, find a bucket of shit, and call it really good carry. Sounds
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
4: laughs> amazing. That sounds like a banging night. <laughs> banging, banging night.
3: Bang. We did actually refer to that a banging
1: that night. Um, that was very
3: good thing. Well done, We did refer to a banging night out with Brownsey in <laughs> Bristol. Um... And that was that was in the big chill, if you remember, Tommy and mick
0: Big chill, yep. yep. Upstairs, the first night we'd ever gone upstairs. Didn't realise there was yeah. one. Fair play. Yeah. That's
1: the only <laughs> night I've
5: ever gone upstairs. Big
2: chill, big feel, I just wanted to talk about something which came up last night because. Got Pissed. You know the Hare and Hounds pub, which is kind of indie and stuff, and the upstairs party, party or disco rooms. Disco rooms? What am I on about? the music They have the, mis- the music rooms upstairs with the dance floors, which you can see.
1: Josie's showing his age by saying he was up in the discotheque, <laughs> up on the first <laughs> floor. Well, the gin and tonic. Not mixed with scrumpy, unfortunately, or <laughs> a nice Stumpy. <laughs> mm. And he was there to converse in quintessential colloquialism and have a nice chat about high ground bunny rabbits.
0: And oxymoron.
1: <laughs> and oxymoron! How did you know, Tommy? Was you there?
0: Wow. Yes, I was. I had <laughs> a new cocktail. There was wow, definitely well, a moron there, anyway. That's...
2: It's that time of the show where we ask Big Phil, Big Phil's big question. <laughs> 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 big Phil you had your own theme tune last week
0: yeah did you like your Phil. theme tune yeah, big <laughs> Phil
3: three three stars
0: <laughs> just gonna say catchphrases
2: <laughs> wee big Phil three stars so no, big Phil's a big question <laughs> big Phil bacon sandwich red sauce or brown sauce
3: Uh, tomato sauce.
2: That's red so sauce. Red sauce. <laughs> Thank Just you, done. Phil. That was Big <laughs> Phil's big question for this week. <laughs> 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 we should definitely have that. What's that song, that garage song from the, uh, the noughties with the casualty <laughs> theme tune going <laughs> over it? <him>. Oxide <Upside laughs> and
3: neutrino. <laughs> and you've got to stop getting big shot.
2: shot. Big fans, Big question. <laughs> <play shot. laughs> big Bums. Big Bums. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, so last subject of the podcast is the film review. Yes. So uh, last week or two weeks ago, we decided we were going to watch Deadpool. Now, has everyone seen Deadpool now?
3: No. Yeah. yeah I did, yes. Yeah, I did.
2: Okay, who
3: wants to kick us off? Mix. Mix. Mix, Mix,
0: have you seen Deadpool? Yeah, we watched it last night. What
2: do you guys think Mm. of
0: it? (laughs) Three stars. I thought it was brilliant. I thought a film, uh, any kind of film where it breaks genres. So it's comedy, it's action, it's comic book, which is kind of, unfortunately, a genre in its own right. Um... Sort of romance, but not really. So, like, it manages to be three or four different types of films. I was quite impressed by that.
1: Can I just... What I loved, absolutely loved, and you guys have probably... Like, I know a lot about... I don't think any of you were kind of really into your comics and your Marvel comics. Deadpool has always been that tongue-in-cheek ridiculous... Like, I remember reading one comic where he shit... I think someone's waiting... Like, a bomb's going off, and he's literally sat there on a the Game Boy. Like, he, he always was that... Piss take, you know, he wasn't meant to be the hero. He was meant, he was sarcastic, he was funny. You know, the comics always played that off. And it's been the one time, truly the one time, where I think actually a movie has managed to get the characters down to a T. And I've got to admit, when I saw, is it Ryan Reynolds? What's his name? When I saw, I'll be honest, I was like, he was dog shit in Green Lantern. I was like, he's going to fucking ruin it. But I'll tell you what, actually, what a fucking brilliant film. It was am- it's so funny. It's just brilliant. Absolutely loved it. been One of my f- best films for a while, if I'm honest. Fair I preferred that to Star Wars. That's Ooh. Ooh, now, oh, it- fair
2: enough. Yeah, it's better. No, a
1: great far. film. Great film. Especially in a I suppose I think in a genre that is so saturated and it's it's getting boring mm-hmm. now, isn't it? Like there's so a new boring. Avengers, well Captain America whatever it is it's and I'm like, got oh, I really reviews,
2: want to see
1: actually. it yeah. yeah well I want to see it because it's a huge storyline it's a continuation of the Avengers although it's Captain America but it is the same thing but actually do you know what that was that, that blew my mind I was just like do you know that was fantastic literally was not expecting it brilliant
2: absolutely brilliant can't recommend why not that's cool that's a glowing endorsement uh, me and Phil watched it with Hangovers last Saturday morning uh, and I think Phil likes it a little bit more than I did from the sounds of it Phil's now just redecorating in his office or something at the moment thanks Phil
3: yeah I did like it <laughs> <laughs> thanks Phil how many stars uh, three stars um, but no in all seriousness uh, I did think it was um, it was good it was quite funny watching it with Jamesy if I'm honest I'm glad I watched it with Jamesy that only enhanced my viewing pleasure <laughs> A lot of the times I was like watching the joke happen on the screen and then I'd look at Josie for a reaction because normally he was frowning. <laughs>
2: well, no, it's... All right, it's... <laughs> it's a good film, but it's not without flaws. I laughed all the way through and I did film. You know, I did. I laughed all the way through. But and because some of the jokes hit and some of the jokes miss. And I think it misses more jokes than it actually hits. It's got... There's the thing with comedy at the moment, especially American comedy, a Big Bang Theory is the worst at it. Just because you're quoting something that we're aware of or something which has happened in the past or referring to something, doesn't make it funny. Just saying Game of Thrones or something like that is not funny. It's it's like Peter Kay and his... Or uh, Michael McIntyre and his... Oh, we've all got a... Something... A drawer where we keep sellotape and stuff. Just that's not... You've got... There has to be a, a joke around the reference for for it to work, and that really annoys me about a lot of films and a lot of comedy like that. But some of it is very funny, the bit with like the X Men stuff saying they can only afford to get two people in there and stuff. I found I found really good that, and it was a bit weird that it was thirty five year olds playing twenty five year olds. If you know <laughs> what I mean, she was working in a bar. <laughs> Yeah right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was like it was right. for the the actual story and the, where they are and their situation in life is probably like they're twenty one, twenty two, but it was people in their <laughs> late thirties playing them, which I thought was a bit strange, and, and, and that didn't sit very well with me because that's the girl from Homeland, isn't it? Who's gorgeous, the mum, and you know they're all very good in it, and it was quite a funny film, but Ryan Reynolds is a bit odd. I don't find him as as funny as you guys, and I, I think.
0: It was cool. well, has a strong opinion on him i got a lot of love for ryan reynolds um from, the, the,
4: first in, <laughs> from the first time i ever saw him in uh, the guys guy in to pizza place and um i just thought he was insane and then um what van wilder like the, these are kind of like yeah, the van wilder, yeah. plays the same person each time someone that doesn't take themselves seriously and um I, I guess because I, I don't know if it was, you know, one of them repaying a favors when he did the green lantern. Cause he clearly hated every minute of it. And then he was finally able to do something that he actually wanted to do. I mean, he's an executive producer of this one and it's clearly been done right. So it's almost as if he set the record straight saying, this is the version of a superhero film that I wanted to do. And to be honest, like that character's fucking amazing. And he nailed it. So yeah. he does look, He, me
2: does, and, me and uh, Phil, well, Phil thought of it, and it was Phil's joke, so Phil should really do it. But when he's got all the... Is, he, is it radiation which makes his skin go like that? Or, or whatever? That, who it's does he
3: mutation, look like, Phil? It? Uh, it Let's say like Ted Danson as yeah. the... Uh, he does. From
0: Three Men and a Little Lady. Yeah. But, like, through, I was chick. like... Jen said Did that last night. Me,
3: yeah. who's <laughs> and uh, the, finally, we came up with it being Ted Danson. That's all I could see for the rest of the movie. I was like, <laughs> this is really odd. Why is Ted Danson doing all these things? <laughs> That's a good
2: shout, actually. I never noticed it. Especially <laughs> when Ted Danson dresses as the old vicar at the end. <laughs>
0: to, to try and convince yeah. Him,
2: yeah to scupper the wedding. But yeah, so it is very strange that he looks like Ted Danson.
0: Yeah. I've so, got a little quiz for you guys. Oh, okay. He's Uh-oh. Ryan Reynolds. And Miguel knows the answer. Ryan Reynolds has been in five comic book movies now. Can you guess guess which five he's been in?
2: Blade Trinity. Trinity.
0: Yeah.
2: Green Lantern. Sorry?
0: Yeah. Deadpool? Uh, X Men Uh Deadpool and X. What did you say, Phil?
3: X Men Origins. Yeah. Green.
0: X Men Oranges. Yeah. X Men Oranges. X Men Oranges. <laughs> X-Men Oranges. The citrus
2: fars. Hey, is there one more? And then what was the other one?
0: I've already forgotten the other one. Oh, I've already forgotten that one as well. Oh, R.I.P.D. Oh, yeah. oh that looks. That was fucking mm, awful. Mm, He's done
2: choice. some bad films in his day
4: as well, Meg. I mean, that's safe well, yeah, yeah, definitely. You got to repay the uh, the favors that you do when you get to do a good one.
2: He's got an annoying face as well, regardless.
0: Are you talking about Miguel or Brian Reynolds. Or... <laughs> Reynolds? Yeah,
1: good looking man though, isn't
0: he? He's a good looking
2: yeah, man. I would. Yeah. I, I, I would. would. Oh, no. I'm pretty,
1: I'm, I'm pretty confident started. from from the earlier comment. Mig would.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's got a proper mango, isn't he?
1: Has. Hasn't he? I, I think I would. To be fair, I think I would. Yeah. yeah. Romance romancer. Has
2: Mig styled his hair and his beard look at the moment now on uh, Mark Cavendish. He's looking
4: a bit calf. I haven't
1: seen lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I called it the lesbian look. I thought it looked very uh
4: when, when my hair was really long, I I was kinda of rocking the Peter Sagan look. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was like, getting
4: really long. You've got more calves now. Yeah. You were you were looking more, more like
1: Jesus every day, I must admit. <laughs> you were getting you were getting, I was I was like damn, he born again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Is he
0: where are you
2: from you were, the Midwest? I thought
3: you were talking about his dad. Jesus! Hey, and he's, he's looking more like his dad. Jesus. Hey, hey, Zeus. Zeus. Don't
2: hey, fuck Zeus. with me, I'm shoving a lightning bolt up your ass, Zeus!
4: <laughs>
2: what a Puerto <pottery> Rican to you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
1: I'm fat and white. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That about Bet. wraps us up for this week. So thank you very much for listening. If you do want to email the show with film advice or anything else, or if Beaulieu's got some more time on his hands, uh, you can email us at tomyleftinsertopic wow. at gmail.com. So it's a uh, good night, everybody, from me, Jonesy. Everyone else say good night.
4: Good night, Jonesy.
2: Fuck in the pussy. <laughs> good, good night, Phil.
4: Uh, good night.